0: Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and industry experts about everything from emerging trends to regulatory pressures to marketing strategies. They may not be magic, but mushrooms, at least medicinal ones, are having a moment as consumer demand for functional benefits such as clarity, calm, digestive support, and enhanced immunity are driving discovery and sales of the versatile, easy to use ingredients and products featuring them. According to market research published this spring by Future Market Insights, the global functional mushroom market is projected to grow at a compound annual growth rate of 9.1% to reach a whopping 22.3 billion by 2032 a fast clip that's attracting investors, including the Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle, and driving innovation across food and beverage categories. But in order for industry stakeholders to tap into the full potential, they need to overcome a few challenges, including consumer education, securing sufficient supplies, and innovating products that are just as delicious as they are beneficial. In this episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast, we hear from the CEO of the functional beverage brand Rowdy Mermaid, the vice president of culinary innovations at Big Mountain Foods, and the founder of the fresh pressed juice company Garden of Flavor about how they're innovating with adaptogenic mushrooms, the benefits that they offer, and the extent of the market potential. They also share consumer insights and expectations, strategies for overcoming roadblocks, and where they see the star ingredients going in the next few years. While interest in medicinal mushrooms and adaptogens more broadly has been slowly building among the health-conscious U.S. consumers for years, Rowdy Mermaid CEO Jamba Dunn says the pandemic has supercharged the trend as more people look for ways to boost their immunity, reduce their stress, and better manage their health through diet.
1: Adaptogens are super hot right now. Uh, Consumers are still a little bit not sure about a lot of the different adaptogens we do know that ashwagandha has grown by several thousand percent as an ingredient in the conventional space and uh crossfit studios now talk with people about utilizing uh that for recovery etc so the, the knowledge of adaptogens is beginning to grow uh, but how long is it going to take to reach uh, those consumers who don't go out and actively seek it? It's going to be a little bit of an uphill, um, but I think it's going to take a ride not unlike kombucha itself. So it's going to it's going to take a while to, to, to catch on and then it's going to skyrocket. You know, when I got into kombucha and in, uh, started this company in 2011 and 2012, only 5% of Americans knew what kombucha was. And when I would give talks at universities and uh, biochemistry uh, companies, etc., I would always ask how many people in this room know what kombucha is, and often there was only one or two people who would raise their hand. It seems crazy now, right? Everyone knows what kombucha is, it feels like. Um, and it's sort of it's had its day in the hot sun in the, the natural category, and we've seen declines uh, in natural over the last couple of quarters, but it's starting to pick up in conventional now. And so I, I would say we're going to see a similar trajectory for mushrooms and for adaptogens as well. I think that consumers are just beginning to wake up to the benefits of functional mushrooms. Uh, Mushrooms comprise 25% of the entire biomass on the planet and mushrooms underlie 40% of all pharmaceuticals that are developed and so it only makes sense that people would begin to understand how to work with mushrooms uh, as functional ingredients in our foods uh, beyond just having uh, mushrooms on your pizza or in your salad and uh, I think during the last couple of years with the pandemic mushrooms came to the forefront as a very important ally in the fight against COVID and we're now uh, we we got into working with mushrooms as uh, an adapt- adaptogen to protect the body against uh, incoming viruses for that purpose but now we're starting to explore how mushrooms can help people with the ongoing fatigue, the mental fatigue of having to deal with a world that's constantly in crisis. And so we're going to see more and more mushroom products coming into the CBG space.
0: Among these will be Rowdy Mermaid's new line of Adapt Tonic Clarity Sparkling Tonic beverages made with medicinal mushrooms for clarity in four flavors.
1: So the mushrooms that we started working with uh, are reishi mushrooms. Um, Reishi mushrooms, as you know, are a uh, a very important ingredient uh, in Chinese medicine and they have been for thousands of years. And the reason for that is because the, the mushrooms themselves produce what's called a, uh, a faded glucan, which is a type of polysaccharide. Uh, polysaccharides are usually created by plants and mushrooms to protect themselves against predators, uh, other, other species of plants, but also viruses. And the way that they work in the mushroom is actually not very different from how they work in, in animals and human bodies, uh, is which is that they, uh, in that particular mushroom, the beta-glucans actually activate T-cells in human and animal bodies and helper T-cells to prepare the body for a possible incoming virus. And so they put the uh, immune system on high alert. Uh, and in addition to that they also help the body to reduce uh, cortisol. Um, The brain uh, activates uh, when it has the right beta-glucan molecules to to reduce cortisol that the body is producing. And and that's also something that a lot of other adaptogens do, but the mushroom beta-glucans are very particular because they're also uh, water-soluble, unlike beta-glucans from other sources of grains, and oats, and, and yeast for instance. So um, that's why we started working with that particular strain. you want to talk
2: a little bit about
1: Yes. This year we decided to turn our focus to Lion's Mane lion's mane beta-glucans, which again are a polysaccharide derived from the mushrooms uh, and it's turned into a, a almost pure, 70% pure uh, powder. And it has no flavor, it has no texture, uh, it, didn't, it doesn't add anything uh, flavor-wise or texture-wise to the beverage, so it's very easy for us to build an entire beverage around that. And uh, interestingly, The the benefits of the beta-glucans from lion's mane mushroom, it does have some immunity benefits to it, but it also uh, helps the the body, prevents the body from scavenging healthy neurons. So it's found, uh, and there's lots of research on this, that a high-fat, low-fiber diet, which is a pretty common uh, American diet, Uh, will actually cause the body to scavenge uh, healthy neurons in the brain that lead to dementia and uh, cognitive failures later in life. So the beta-glucans from the lion's mane mushroom prevent that from occurring. And so that's why we've named this the clarity line. Uh, Adaptonic, um, which is uh, an amalgamation of tonic and uh, adaptogen, for those people who don't know, um, because the the mushrooms themselves are the adaptogens, so that's what we're basing this around. Uh, The concept came up because we we raised our own acids and probiotics in-house, and we were making an acidified water uh, that has a lot of benefits to tonifying the body. And we decided to take that, that concept and, and add the mushroom beta into it, and then we layer in flavors from, from real herbs, from real fruits, um, and uh, other, sometimes other adaptogens as well, like holy basil and ashwagandha. And what we've created is a very light, summery, almost water um, that uh, is very fruit-forward and uh, very light and it doesn't have any of that smoky mushroom taste whatsoever. And so, in a way, it's been uh, very revolutionizing in terms of mushroom-based beverages because, as far as we know, we were the first to actually make a clear, functional beverage that has no mushroom flavor in it.
0: The fresh juice company Garden of Flavor also is launching a newly reformulated pear Rishi energy elixir, which founder Lisa Reed explains includes two additional superfoods, lion's mane and chaga mushrooms, which she says support brain health, promote better sleep, and help the body adapt to stress.
2: First and foremost, I was able to source them all organically, and that's really important to me. And the quality in which they're made, because there's about... Uh, seven or eight really powerful medicinal mushrooms. So I chose those three. Reishi is the king of mushrooms. Um, just it's been known to lower LDL, which is the, Lisa, my bad cholesterol, LDL, <laughs> not the good cholesterol. Um, there's um, the lion's mane. It's um, great for uh, what's it the pe- people with um, high blood sugar. It helps. Um, stabilize the blood sugar. And the one thing these all have in common, though, is, is the brain health and the clarity, and also helps people with depression and anxiety. So if they just sort of all blend together and overlap in so many different ways.
0: Like Dunn, Reed says that she's seen consumer interest in medicinal mushrooms take off, fueled by consumers' interest in taking ownership of their health as well as increased awareness from seeing tree mushrooms popping up in farmer's markets or in grow-your-own-kits that became popular as experiential gifts during the pandemic. Medicinal mushrooms have more to offer, though, than just functional benefits, as Big Mountain Foods' VP of Culinary Innovations, Murray Bancroft, notes. He explains that he's drawn to lion's mane and other mushrooms for their unique culinary properties, that'll allow him to tap into other hot trends, including consumer demand for plant-based meat alternatives with clean, whole food ingredients.
3: I, I personally really love the texture that it brings to the table. It's not as much flavor for me for Lion's Mane, although we are working still with some R&D projects, which are really fun and exciting. Uh, it's fairly high in protein and it, it uh, you know, has other, other benefits as well, but for me it's the texture. Um, I've worked with it in a lot of different ways, but I find the texture a little bit uh, chicken-like, can be a little bit like almost lobster, seafood-like in different applications. Um, but for me, first and foremost, it's mushroom texture. So like I'm never trying to completely mimic meat, but I love and we strive to develop products for everyone at the table and I my goal is to to provide uh products that meat eaters would still find interesting and enjoy eating uh as well as everybody else that eats doesn't eat meat for whatever reason so um so yeah I think texture is really important in food
0: this texture shines in Big Mountain Foods recently launched Lion's Mane Mushroom Crumble which blends lion's mane, portobello, and shiitake mushrooms for a gluten-free and soy-free crumble that Bancroft says is the perfect texture and has a litany of health benefits, including a hefty dose of protein and fiber, as well as being low in fat. In addition to texture, Bancroft says that he's attracted to mushrooms for their low environmental impact.
3: Uh, I love the sustainability of of growing mushrooms and take a lot and grow a lot of mushrooms without, without using much in the way of water resources, so.
0: According to the American Mushroom Institute, growing one pound of mushroom takes only about two gallons of water, compared to an average 50 gallons of water per pound for other fresh produce items. In addition, it notes that producing one pound of button mushrooms takes the same amount of electricity as it takes to run a coffee maker for just one hour, and generates just 0.7 pounds of carbon dioxide equivalents. So for all the benefits of medicinal mushrooms, serious challenges could hold back stakeholders from tapping into the ingredients' full market potential, including consumer education, buyers' hesitation, and sourcing sufficient, stable supply. Garden of Flavors, Reed, explains that while awareness of medicinal mushrooms is deepening among some consumers, many still don't understand the difference between them and common cooking mushrooms.
2: You know, people think of mushrooms like they saute them, they eat them, they think of button and porcini and portobello, and those are good for you and they're delicious and wonderful, but these are medicinal mushrooms. They're they're a tree mushroom. Um, They uh, some of them don't look so appetizing. Like the shaga looks like a chunk of dirt on a tree. Um, the uh, re- This is a reishi. Lion's mane is a, like a big, white, foamy-looking uh, mushroom, but they're all tree mushrooms, and they don't necessarily taste good. They're not the kind you would saute, but they have such incredible medicinal properties, and now the research is really starting to come out with what they might be able to do for you, from simple things like helping with clarity, getting rid of the brain fog, to um, they're seeing like uh, changes in uh, people with dementia, like their everyday ability to be more clear and function better. um, And I'm not making any... Medical claims. This is all just research that they're coming out with, which is really pretty cool because it's really hard to get the message out. For the past two years, we, um, prior to the pandemic, we were able to do a lot of in-store demos, sampling, talking about the product to the consumer, educating them, saying why is this ju- why is my ju- bottle of juice a dollar more than this guy's? Well, mine's organic, this is not. Or, you know, trying to navigate through that. And um, so when all the in-store sampling, the events, the Wonderlust festivals, the yoga you know, when everything got shut down, you know, we have had a challenge in communicating. We tried to do it through social media. We tried to do it through little videos in our shop, showing how the juice is made, little, just trying to get the message out. But it has been more of a challenge to educate the consumer. But now... We are starting to see in some cities they're allowing the demos to start back up again. We're re-educating our brand ambassadors and and you know, so that they can get out there in front of the customer and tell them what's what's in the bottle.
0: Dunn Rowdy Mermaid is taking a holistic approach to educating consumers across multiple touch points and at different levels, from as basic as a mushroom design on the can of its beverage to front-of-pack call-outs about reishi mushroom beta-glucans, to a more detailed explanation on its website, as well as an opportunity to reach out via email to learn more.
1: We have consumers who are extremely smart about mushrooms and are asking very in-depth questions. I mean, right out of the gate. You know, not, hey, what's a mushroom or what's that mushroom, but how do polysaccharides actually get extracted, you know, or... You know, very scientific, so uh, I, I I believe that there's a whole wave that's come like, in the last couple of years with mushrooms growing, and people have been looking into it. And all the all the different brands have different talking points, and it's helping people just sort of put together a story about how mushrooms are helpful to their beneficial to their health.
0: A bigger challenge for companies incorporating medicinal mushrooms into their products could be sourcing sufficient, high-quality supplies. Because as Bancroft explains, it isn't just consumers who need to be educated, but suppliers and producers as well.
3: Bancroft is a bit of a challenge to grow compared to other mushrooms. Uh, It really needs a specific environment to do well. So I actually think even we work directly with a lot of growers. I've tried growing them myself. Um, So I, I think even... Even mushroom growers are starting to learn more and get better at cultivating them, so I think that's also a positive thing. Hopefully, we'll see more of them in showing up in the fresh form. Supply chain—it's a challenge, but it's a challenge we're willing to take on just to be able to work with some great ingredients. So, uh, it's certainly not easy, and we're still working with a number of different farmers and. Also, even looking at the at, at growing some ourselves. So.
0: Dunn added that retail buyers also may need to be educated about medicinal mushrooms. And even if they know the market potential, they're still closely tracking what's happening at the store level, bringing the challenge of education full circle.
1: Buyers themselves have had to kind of check out a little bit um, over the last couple of quarters. And they're... They're, they're standing back. They're looking at data. They're seeing what consumers are asking for. They're seeing what companies are building. And they're, they're seeing what is starting to rise up, and we're going to start seeing some of these products going into conventional spaces fairly quickly. We've had. To even today, several major conventional buyers very interested in the mushroom adaptionics. Uh, so it's a positive sign. It doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight, but I would say... Probably within the next year you'll see beverages, if not ours, beverages like ours breaking into conventional already out of the gate. In that way it's actually different from kombucha because it has taken, you know, many, many years for kombucha to break into conventional markets.
0: In comparing the trajectory of medicinal mushrooms to that of kombucha, Dunn believes that uptake among suppliers, retailers, and consumers will be much faster because kombucha and other functional beverages and foods have already blazed a trail and awareness and adoption of food as medicine is already well underway. With that, we've reached the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. I hope you enjoyed this installment and will join me again in the future. And to help you remember, I encourage you to subscribe to us. Until next time, this is Elizabeth Crawford wishing you a productive, profitable, and safe week.
1: I I
3: personally really love the texture that it brings to the table. It's not as much flavor for me for Lion's Mane, although we are working still with some R&D projects, which are really fun and exciting. Uh, it's fairly high in protein, and it, it uh, you know has other be- other benefits as well. But for me, it's the texture. Um, I've worked with it in a lot of different ways, but I find the texture a little bit uh, chicken like, can be a little bit like almost lobster seafood like in different applications. Um, but for me, first and foremost, it's mushroom texture. So like I'm never trying to completely mimic meat but I love and we strive to develop products for everyone at the table and I my goal is to to provide uh, products that meat eaters would still find interesting and enjoy eating uh, as well as everybody else that eats doesn't eat meat for whatever reason. So um, so yeah, I think texture is really important in food.